Hi, my name is John DeBenedict, and I play Foken on Zodiac Task Force, and you're listening to Raving Lunatic Media. I'll crush you! certain little anime full of tropes Originality, it's low in scope Just because it has all these tropes Doesn't really gotta mean that there's no hope blah, 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 blah. Saw this show with giant swords now trope, trope. All the girls giant boobs now trope, trope. All the guys are properly clothed now trope, trope. The story just can't save this show now. I need a better plot now. I need some better art to watch now. Well, I want that, I need that. Oh, I gotta, gotta have that. Sci-Fi Malady, Symptom 288, A Tale of Two Tropes, Zodiac Trope Force, and Trope Eater. Welcome back, sickies, to the final month, or final month, final week of Anime April. Again. You heard it here first, folks. Sci-Fi Malady is ending this month. (laughs) (laughs) No month, period. No more. (laughs) So... Today is going to be a little interesting because it's just me and the Ruckster. You know uh, Scott, had, Scott had to sit this one out and so did Thomas. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, this really isn't Scott's forte. Anime is a hard sell on Scott. And today's main anime really would not. Getting him to sit through this one would have been like ripping fingernails out. So, yeah. Uh, I think I think we did him a favor, personally. Yeah. And Thomas just plain couldn't make it. So, but that's okay because Ruck and I are gonna. Really, this is not just a review of one anime, but this is our unbiased review, also of Zodiac Task Force. Yeah, I'm gonna be ripping into that loser show. <laughs> Jeez, I know. <laughs> Losers, they're, they're derivative crap. What the heck were they even thinking writing any of this bull? I know. It sounds like some loser just got together and started bantering ideas back and forth. What loser does that? A dragon in space? I don't think so. Come on! (laughs) So, anyway, but let's let's get started with God Eater. God Eater is essentially based off a video game, which should more or less tell you everything. Uh, 
it is wow i you know i could go through the whole first season but i'm just going to do a quick synopsis here essentially in the future uh a particular doctor makes a, an enzyme cord called not an enzyme a gene called the oracle gene and oracle cell rather and by the early 2050s it starts creating these monsters they call origami not origami origami i wonder how different those two things are though anywho <laughs> And they, much like Attack on Titan, start ripping apart humanity in big monster style. Which, if that is not a lead-in for next month, I don't know what is. Tune in for next month, Monster May. Wow. We've got two transition episodes back-to-back. I know. That was actually kind of fun. I know. I'm glad you talked me into that. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) Rook to the rescue. Boom. (laughs) So, and what you have is these people called, well, one of them's called a new, t- an old type. And they are given these things called God arcs, which are either a giant fricking sword cloud style or a giant fricking cannon. And they're the only weapons that can defeat these origami. And they are laced with the Oracle cells. And of course, they find a special wall laced with oracle cells, which keep the monsters out. That is until the origami can get through it. And, however, we get a group of new types. And for those of you that like Mobile Suit Gundam, yes. Yes, new type. I know. Anyway, so the new types can use these god arcs that can transform between melee and cannon weapon Hmm. and yeah so the whole show is basically them going around killing origami and finding out that one of the origami was a former scientist and that the one who's in charge of the east asian uh oh what was it called the uh see i marty plant showing my hand off aren't i the (laughs) east asian protectorate run by Johannes, a guy who developed the Oracle cell. They are part of an organization called Fenrir, which runs, runs the new types and defending humanity from the origami. Now, for those of you who are thinking, this gives me serious attack on Titan vibes. Yes. It should. <laughs> it does. This is what we mean by tropes. Yeah. So, um... And that's all I'm really going to go into it because the the first season it's it's everything I just told you. It's I mean it's, there's it's full of tropes. What can I say? It's boring. I will say that. It's that, boring and it's full of tropes. There's nothing as Scott likes to say, there's nothing new. No, I mean, it's almost like it was a paint-by-numbers anime. You've got giant swords, giant weapons. The the characters uh, are just... You've got the character who is the Clint Eastwood smoking a cigarette and not really giving a crap the whole time, leader part of Unit 1. You've got the commander, uh, um, um, uh, Amamiya. Um, I'm a Mia. <laughs> your, your guess is as good as mine. 
Mamma Mia is basically close to the word Mamma Mia, which is what you feel like when you look at her cleavage, because that's what I oh, call Oh, my goodness. Commander Cleavage. By the way, the, sh- the show goes out of its way to give you close-up and upscale shots of her boobs. I mean, out <laughs> of its way. And if that's not enough, the Russian uh, god-eater, uh, whose name they cannot stop saying in full... What what is it? Uh, it's like Alyssa. Oh, Elisa. Uh, something Amelia, right? Amelia. Amelia yeah. It's it's this yeah, really uh, long yeah. name. Um, Amelia Nichina or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's just it's a oh, long it's name. Not long name. Amelia. Every time they talk to her, it's just not Alyssa or Amelia. No, it's Alyssa Elinichia Amelia. Alyssa, Amelia, Anita, you know, Melissa, Emilinicia, Amelia. And they just keep saying that every single time. It's like, dear God, pick one. I don't know why, but I'm totally going to clip that and just saying, hey, Mark, can we stop making fun of Italians and just (laughs) play that clip? Oh, she's Russian, actually. So it definitely sounded like Italian the way you were saying it. That's because my Russian sucks. Yeah. Stu has a cleavage problem, by the way, which shouldn't be surprising. And um, she is so tropey that, you know what? We're just going to step away from where that could lead. <laughs> Very cleavagey. That's it. In yeah. fact, her and Major Amamiya are such that Bayonetta is looking at them thinking wow how do you manage man now those of you if you've never played the game bayonetta you'll live okay it's a great game (laughs) but she is also a cleavage queen yeah (laughs) there are a couple anime characters who are like that like um one of my one of my favorites and i say favorites very loosely is uh miss midnight from my hero academia i do like her a lot that's true yeah, but my hero is a superior show. <laughs> That's the problem. I I would honestly say Boruto is probably pretty superior to the show that I watched. I would agree with that. So, I get, I would normally, if this were a why you should, we would talk about our favorite characters. But is that possible here? I mean, I have two. Oh, uh, I'm for it. Lefty and righty, I'm calling them, which are just <laughs> the, the general's boobs. <laughs> That's, yeah. Those are my two favorite characters. If we were to look at the characters themselves, it's like, again, there's just, I mean, if we just examine all the tropes here, you've got the giant swords, yeah. the giant guns being wielded by scantily clad women, the guy who's in charge that looks like he doesn't give a crap while smoking a cigarette. Uh, the giant monsters. The oh, Lindau, that's his commanders. name. Commanders. Huh? Lindau, Lindau, that's the guy who's... Yeah, Lindau. Yeah. The cleavage queen commanders. Uh, the giant city that's being attacked by monsters. Again, Attack on Titan did it better. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? The, the lowly girls. Who are also wielding weapons way bigger than them. Mark uh, figured out what that meant last week. <laughs> Mark figured it out after he said, it. you know what that reminded Mark of? Once when he was living in Prague, 
he was looking at a menu at a restaurant and he saw this word and said, Hey, what's a sandwich? <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> it's one of those things. After you say it, you're like, Oh, I'm yeah, a, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> so it was very much a sandwich comment. Yeah. So but, I will say, if I had to give any character like actual like props here, I would, I'd probably give it to Lenka. Like, Lenka isn't that bad. He he has like a decent design. Um, out of all the characters, I like his sword. His sword is pretty sick. I will say that. Yeah, and but he himself too is a trope. He's that kid yeah. who came from outside and was th- dropped into the middle of things and given the superpowers to stop everything. Except unlike something like, I don't know, Deku, he doesn't have to really earn it necessarily. I mean, a little bit, but for the most part, the show literally starts with him getting souped up. Yeah. <laughs> if, this, if this were Dragon Ball Z, Guru would be touching his head and unleash, unleash, unlocking his true potential. Exactly. It would be like if Deku in the first episode was unlocking all the powers of all yeah. one. Yeah, basically All Might shows up and goes, here's All for One! Have fun, you graduate, here's your diploma. Yeah, geez, at least Deku waits until episode four to eat the hair. (laughs) But even then, like, whenever he tries to use All for One, it breaks him. Yes. He's got to get careful, like throwing a baseball, he's got to use his fingertip to do it, and that breaks his finger. Gosh, where are you in that series? Because I would love to straight up just talk My Hero with you for a couple hours. <laughs> I'm in the middle of season two, but the point I'm just thinking of, th- those are the moments that I'm thinking of. Or, or when, yeah. he, um, when he saves All Might at the end of season one, and he has to use All for One, but he breaks his whole body in the process. Yeah. So basically, and he's got to keep it secret. Since everyone's like, you have a quirk? So any, we're still okay. Yeah, we're 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 going on a rabbit hole. We really aren't into God Eater. Yeah, it's, it's not even it's not even worth getting into rips and picks. I will. I will. I kind of want to give a couple rips, like just okay. like okay. Rip number one is I could not find this anime in an English dub, and I hated it because I cannot focus on like I don't want to be reading like I I understand that there are some anime that are just better in Japanese some of my favorite anime I prefer to watch in Japanese there's like my favorite episode of Naruto Shippuden uh, where uh, Shikamaru ends up killing Hidan spoiler alert by the way on that Um, when that happens I watch that in the Japanese uh, sub because it's just so much better but no English dub for God Eater on anywhere I was like, what the heck? I want to try to multitask while I'm watching this show, but I can't because I have to just straight up just read. So that's my first rip. Uh, before I head into my second one, did you want to uh, say anything? Yeah. Um, oh, before I get my rip, the other trope. Uh, oh, what is her name? The, the, uh, not Kota. Although Kota is a trope unto himself. He's like, uh, guy that looks like a girl which is always you got that character yeah he's always like the the i want to say like the over eager but kind of bad at his job kind of kid but yeah who's the one i can't remember the per the 
the name of the engineer, the one that makes the God arcs, but there's always the girl engineer who makes everything. Uh, oh, but she's goodness. there. Now, she's not bad. It's not like I look at her and I'm like, I hate her so much. It's not Leah or Rachel, right? No. Yeah, but it's it's when you stack it all together. Yeah. But, but a rip is the fact that at no point are you ever feeling the stakes. They don't really build it that much because I mean, the only time I felt stakes was when in the one episode, I think it might have been four or five, where they're going outside because they're trying to build the Aegis complex, which is an archetype thing that takes humanity away from Earth or whatever. And what happens is <clears throat> the they need the oracle cells within the Anagami to fuel it. So they have to basically go out and kill a ton of these things. And there's different varieties. And what's that? Uh, no, keep going, keep going. Oh. And so um, they run into a group of people living outside the walls who desperately want to get in, but they're kept out because one of them doesn't have an oracle cell or the capability of becoming a god eater or something like that. Yeah. And you're supposed to feel bad for these people, but you just kind of don't care because you're too busy thinking attack on Titan, attack on Titan, attack on Titan, attack on Titan. You know, you just keep drumming up to that. It just keeps reminding you of, you could be watching a better anime. Yeah. And I don't even like attack on Titan that much, which is funny. So when we were watching this, I was like, man, I would rather watch a superior anime attack on Titan. And I don't even like that. anime. <laughs> And that's yeah, I'm calling it superior. And that's the problem that there's nothing here that makes it stand out. I suspect is because it's based off a video game. Yeah, now, that's not in and of itself a foolproof. Yep, that's why it failed. But in my experience, whenever you take something that was originally designed as a video game and try to make it a show or a movie, you're really up against. Well, you can do it, but it takes a lot. It takes someone extraordinarily uh, creative. Yeah. And that crew was not available, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you look at stuff like you you look at stuff like uh, I think the one that I always look at for anime that got adapted from a video game that just like do everything right is Ace Attorney. Um, the Ace Attorney <laughs> games are amazing, but the okay. anime... Yeah, the anime follows the games like to a T. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't deviate. It basically just puts voice actors to it and lets it play out with like very, very good animation. And it's very funny and it plays just like the games. So like that's what you should be doing. Like if you're going to be changing anything like from a video game into or from a video game into an actual anime adaptation, you have to make it better. And if you know you can't make it better then you just stick with what worked. Like you don't need to veer too far from the path. <laughs> Which is funny. You mentioned that. Cause that's the only piece of fun fact I have is that the anime is not considered canon to the manga or games. Good. Due to the fact that Lenka replacing the canon protagonist, Yu Kanagi in the anime adaptation, they replaced the main character with Lank with Lenka. <laughs> So the uh, one character I actually somewhat liked is not canon. <laughs> is not, no. So 
sorry, Rook. <laughs> I'm going to file a formal complaint. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I mean, if we'll rate it later, but it, I do have one more rip. If you'll oh allow yeah, me, actually, uh, the animation style. I hate this animation style. Like yeah, three three D on top of two D does not work, and animation studios need to stop doing it because it has not worked ever. So stop, please. It's yeah, it's really not great. It's not horrible, but it's not good. I think the only and this isn't even an 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 anime. But the one cartoon that does it really well, uh, Netflix's Dragon Prince, is the only show I can say that I've ever actually liked that style. And I don't, yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, but Dragon Prince, very good show. Go watch that. Why you should watch Dragon Prince? Uh, Because it's awesome. Um, (laughs) There you go. You got a quick couple second episode. Um, But um, the animation style, this doesn't work. 3D on top of 2D doesn't work. So stop it. Animation Studios, if you're thinking about doing it, stop it. Please. Okay. <laughs> this so has I, been a PSA from Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. So, if we're... We kind of segue from the tropiness of God Eater, which is really... Uh, the, the primary problem with God Eater, for me, is not that it's bad, is that it's boring. I'd rather have bad than boring. Yeah. Because bad either A gets a visceral reaction, or at least I have the good sense to know you're gonna hate this, stop watching now. Whereas boring, I cling to the hope that it will get better. And I've even seen reviews of people say, Well, you gotta stick it out to episode like seven, eight, nine. Well, if you're going to drag it out to seven, eight, nine, you've done something wrong. If, if you can't hook me in the first episode alone. Yeah. Even just a little bit, even just enough to make me say, all right, I'll give it a shot. You've lost me. Yeah. Problem. I have a, I have a rule of thumb when it comes to anime and even just regular shows. And in, in general is if you can't hook me by episode three, I'm not watching anymore. And that's um, a fair thing. Yeah, so like My Hero Academia was one of those ones where like it gets good starting in like episode four. Like episode three is okay, but episode four is where the story and everything really starts to pick up. So like when I watched it the first time, I watched episode three and I went, uh, and then my friend was like, hey, watch one more episode, just try it out. It's okay. I watched one more episode and then I got hooked. Naruto one of my favorite anime of all time gets good in episode one. Like it has a, a filler episode for episode two, but after episode two, it gets good again. So it's like, Oh, okay. So like you have the first episode, which hooks your audience. And then you have that filler episode more to explain everything in the world. in episode two, you take other anime, you take anime like, uh, like, uh, one piece or one punch man or Noragami. all these anime within the first two to three episodes you're hooked like hunter hunter definitely within the first two episodes you're hooked like you should be as an animation studio as a storyteller hooking people in the first episode yeah I can't. I gotta agree. Now with my hero, I was hooked from the get because I am really into superheroes. Yeah. And I have to admit it that my hero is currently doing American superheroes better than American comic companies for the most part. Yes. Um, 
I hate to admit that as a avid comics collector, even I have to sit down and go, All Might is a better superhero than Captain America right now. Why? You know, or or he's comparable at least, and that's de- depressing. But you mentioned Hook in that first episode, and that's a great segue to Zodiac Task Force, our completely unbiased opinion. Yes, obviously. Um, <laughs> this, these two shows, and granted, Zodiac Task Force is an audio drama, and we would love one day, we're shooting for the stars, and we'd love to see it animated. But in the meantime, it's just audio. and. But there is a decided difference between what you have, the tropiness of that, and the tropiness of God Eater. Yeah. And this is one of the first, the hook. The hook in part one of God Eater, yeah, it drops you in right away. Hits the ground running with Lenka getting connect, you know, getting his uh, upgrade to new type right away. But then it okay, so there's some monsters and they're attacking and hey, didn't I see this on Attack on Titan? And and then there's a giant sword and he breaks the rules and runs out because he's going to go save the day. Yeah, I've seen that before. And oh, there's the big boob commander and wow, there's a lot of cleavage shots there. And <laughs> how is that an official military uniform? Whatever. And Oh, there's the girl who designs all the gear. Yep, gotta have that. And and all you're doing is just making a tally of the tropes and wondering, when does this get good? Whereas Zodiac Task Force, and I can say this because we know the number, Sickies, one of the best performing episodes is the first one. So you might say, well, that's bad because there's a drop-off after that. Eh, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows after that, sure. But the first episode has consistently stayed strong in terms of unique listens. Is that still the, the fact? Yes, and uh, actually it's slow. So Zodiac Task Force, um, I, it feels weird talking about it because obviously we created it. But, and, and we can see the metrics and everything. But it does have a very high replayability and and replay listen rate, Um, especially that first episode. The first episode, I think, does a very good job of just introducing you to the characters, introducing you to who they are uh, before this like this uh, this impeding thing happens in Starcron. So you kind of get a feel for the world. And I think that's what a first episode should be like. Our hook is get interested in this this world we're building because we do a very good job at it. Yeah. And within the and this is a testament to you since you wrote that script, Ruck, the Mm -hmm. first three minutes or so on Etheria is the first time I heard it, all I could think of was, oh my gosh, I'm part of this show. I'm a runner to this. Granted, I didn't write the scene or anything, but wow. And listen to the voice talent. These are are not Matt Mercer types, but they're still knocking it out of the park. And the voices with Starcron and the way they're laughing and the way the music changes and I mean, just the whole thing kind of riles you up and yeah. it makes you realize, oh, crap, stuff's about to happen. Whereas in God Eater, 
okay, the monster's attacking. I don't, I mean, like, I know there's danger because the show, it, it tells me, it shows me, but I kind of don't care because yeah. it, it, it's just Lenka's going to run out without his god arc and save the day. It's very predictable. It's like, yeah. Whereas I feel like in Zodiac Task Force, you can't really predict everything that happens in that episode because you don't really 100% know the universe quite yet, obviously. But right. um, you're trying to get to know these characters and they're kind of exposing themselves uh, and who they are through the, this first episode. So like something that I like to harken back to is the first time we see Alara and Vance. Um right. Alara and Vance, when they uh, get introduced in this script, they're like 14, 15, 16, somewhere in that age range. And they're like young teenagers who are going to this school of magic, and they just basically got kicked out. So mm-hmm. what are they going to do? They see that there's this draft. There's, they're young kids. You don't expect them to go, you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to put ourselves into this draft to try to become these uh members of the this elite group called the zodiac task force but that's what they decide to do and i don't think you can really predict we've got nowhere else to go yeah exactly um and and you see uh stuff like scorpio scorpio the first time he's introduced is he's in this little training facility but you can't really tell it's a training facility until you hear the uh tech rec saying hey good job <laughs> you got yeah. through that one record time good job so it's it's not a predictable episode that you can like see the notes of you're 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 guessing and you're listening uh, at the same time and these have been done i mean the training thing has been done in other anime but that or shows but that doesn't make it bad no almost like well of course you have to introduce what each character is i mean you look at yes scorpio okay we're making it clear we're establishing that all right here's the stealth black ops guy that's going to join here's the magic twins so and that just doesn't establish the magic twins but establish oh there's magic in this world okay okay cool yeah then you get sagittarius okay there's a ranger type character um who's going to be your laconic character because every good anime team needs the clint eastwood type character the piccolo type character he's going to fill that role uh then you have libra and leo okay libra is clearly the pilot and he's going to be the jokester i mean if you go back to um uh psychopaths oh i don't remember the character but one of the enforcers like, as soon as he sees Akane, he's like, oh, we got a new investigator. Oh, she's cute. You got to have that character, the jokester, the the tension breaker. And that's OK. Clearly, Lieber is going to fill that role. And yeah. Leo, he's going to be the staunch leader of something. Yeah. OK. You know, the, the Piccolo is never the leader, maybe helper or maybe an adjutant, but he's never the leader. Um, then you get Capricorn and the, yeah, much like major boobs, <laughs> Capricorn's the one in charge, but yeah. she's not major boobs. She's general Capricorn. Major boobs. Yeah. That. That's such a good name. Major, major boobs. boobs and, and the commandos. Listen, man, I can definitely tell you those boobs are pretty major. <laughs> they are. I, I she can walk upright. Yeah. Um, 
she's not in the field because you know they get in the way yeah um, obviously but these are you know we're establishing not only that these things exist in the world but that these characters exist yeah um whereas like the first time you see someone turning a sword into a gun and god eater you're like wait so that you can do that what huh and we really are too we're lacking in the giant cloud type sword you can do that depending yeah it works fine in final fantasy 7 it works great there actually it honestly does <laughs> we know we know that the soldiers who wield it though are shinra soldiers okay they've been they've basically been given the super soldier serum for lack of a better term mm-hmm. um so them wielding it well yeah that makes sense um you know berserk we're going to be reviewing berserk one day guts has that sword but he's infused with a demon so aside from yeah. just being conan the barbarian on steroids he's infused with a demon he's what yeah. happens if you take the character from diablo and conan and shove them together exactly um, so there's reasons for that is it ridiculous yeah but it's there we don't have that we've taken a little bit more western approach of calming it down but still cool attacks yeah i will say one of the uh one of the best parts about my job while editing Zodiac Task Force is doing those attacks because I get to kind of build them, you know? Um, I get to kind of see them bare up until the final product, and just kind of building it is so much fun where once I hear the final product, I, I genuinely get chills almost every single time I hear uh, Leo say King of Beasts or hear Sagittarius say Centaur Shot or Alara and Vance doing their attacks, even my attack. Yeah. Um, it, I get chills every single time I hear it because it's just like, wow, this is super cool. Like, this is the, the, the ultimate thing of the show right now are these attacks. Right. They're, and, and, and speaking of those weapons, they're made by the Soulforge Stone, but by a Forge Master who, yes, is a woman, is a girl. But I would say the difference between the engineer in God Eater and Virgo is Virgo is a more central character. She's just not the cutesy girl with the smudge on her face and can make these things. Uh-huh. You know, kawaii. She's vital. What's cool she's- about Virgo is she's smart. Like, yeah, not not just as like. Like, we're not just telling you she's smart. We're showing you that she's smart in the show. Like, she goes about herself and she goes about her business. Um, she goes about those things and she's very smart with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, again, these are examples of tropes you can use, but tropes in and of themselves are not bad. They've been used since age of mythology but there's ways to use them that either appear fresh or exciting or just are plain fun yeah i mean i mean there's you could go through any of the top anime out there right now you know uh naruto my hero uh demon slayer demon slayer i was gonna say black lotus but is that no top tier black lotus isn't an anime is it no, Black Lotus is not anime. Black Clover no. is. Black Clover, that's one I want to say. Love Black, Black Clover. Clover. Black is, Clover that is, definitely. Top, is that on the top of a lot of well, whatever it is. It whether definitely it's on is. the list or not, you could see you could point out all the tropes in them, 
but you don't see it as a bad thing. Yeah. Because it's done well. Yeah, you look at some of the top anime, like some of the tropiest of tropes. I mean, like are the uh one of the ones that i i don't always like is that there has to be a team of three the three team where there's always either two boys and a girl or two girls and a boy um and it can never be any different um genesis vibe yeah uh there's always just that team and i think that a lot of anime do it well i don't think that this anime does it very well though um there are too many characters to focus on there are too many uh people and yet it feels like the cast is bare you know there's no substance to any of the characters outside of maybe the main one in lenka but you see what we do in Zodiac Task Force, we have a very, very broad cast. We have, what, five people on the team right now? Uh, if you want to say including Scorpio before he left the team, that was six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, or no, is there, would that be seven? Because cancer? Uh, hold on, have to do a quick count. Yeah, uh, so now we're back. Yes, if you're at, currently we'd be at six, but yeah, it, originally seven. Yeah, and then other main characters are consisting of, you get characters like Team Nikto currently. Um, they're considered, I, I would almost consider them main characters. Uh, if the, if not that, they're, they're B plus out of, out of anything. Um, if you take a look, we also have Virgo and Capricorn and the Noble Council. They're also technically, I would, I would more consider just Capricorn and and Aquaria more main characters than anything, but we have a lot of characters and we're putting a lot of work and substance into them. So if we can do that in far less of a production than probably went into God eater, what's happening at the studio for God eater that they can't do that. I'm wondering if they were just handed this like, Oh, it's a successful video game. Make an anime out of it. Uh, Okay. Here, here you go. I'm wondering if that's it because what studio made this? I don't know. Is it? Because I'm pretty sure Bandai Namco made the game, if I'm remembering it, it correctly. It could be Bandai Namco made this. I, I did not look, honestly. Or maybe I did, and then I forgot when I was trying to stay focused on it. Because the whole time, like after I got through episode two or three, I kept thinking, you could be watching a better anime. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I kept thinking. Like, you could be watching My Hero right now. You could yeah. be watching Berserk right now. You could be watching Attack on Titan if you really wanted. That's hey, why I said, start, man, if we had time, we should. Black Clover. You could be watching that right now. Did you start Black Clover? Did you? Oh my yeah. goodness, I'm so I happy. I put it on stay so I could finish My Hero and Berserk, but yeah, I did watch the first two episodes. Oh, it's so good. Okay, we'll, we'll have to talk about it. Listening to why other. you should, I was like, well, I guess I <laughs> i love black clover black clover is in my top five anime of all time um it's just like you could be watching any of those right now exactly i mean you could go backwards and pop in record of lotus war since that's one of your top faves you could be watching any better anime right now and you're watching this yeah and it i i I don't know how i would describe it i guess i would just say a snooze fest that's like the basic of what i could say like I can only hear Scott in my head right now saying there's nothing new happening in the happening in this anime that's drawing me in to keep watching. Yeah, I mean, you consider the characters you just mentioned; they all just seem kind of flat and there. And 
Alyssa Ilyanich, uh, Amelia Rasputin, blah, 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 blah. She's the role of Piccolo, but then again, so is the guy that runs Unit 1. Then again, so is the girl that's in there. So, see, I can't even remember their names. I don't care. Uh, Too many Piccolos, not enough Gokus. Yeah, too many. And that is also one of my points. If I can remember the characters' names, you've done something right. Yeah. If I can't remember their names, the only reason I remember Lenka's name is because it's a Czech name for a girl. And I almost dated Alenka. That's all the reason I remember. Yeah, that's it. It's not fair, but that's why uh, association. That was it. But the whole time, I just kept thinking, okay, so there's these monsters that can only be killed by this weapon. That that's not bad. That's fine. I get that. But um, I just all the characters are just kind of boring. It looks like no thought went into them. Yeah, maybe in the video game they're fine. Maybe there it's cool, but here it isn't. Here it's just. <laughs> well, this isn't sci-fi game review. This is no, sci-fi anime review. That's the thing. It's like I'm just giving the game the benefit of the doubt. Like yeah. maybe it's actually really good, and someone out there playing the game is like, oh, but who plays and likes the game is like, oh, but the game's a lot better. You would love the game, and and I'm sitting here going. Um, oh, but the anime fell short. Yeah, it's 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 sad when like if it, if a game is good, like the same amount of effort should go into the into the anime. I mean, we reviewed what Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners two weeks ago, one week ago, and when we were reviewing that, like. Obviously, I don't think it does the game justice, but I can see what it was going for. I can see the artistic value in it. But, like, there was nothing new in, 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 yeah. in God Eater. And I feel like if I played the game, I would have some appreciation for it, and maybe I could pick out an Easter egg that they dropped in. But, <laughs> I mean, as an anime, you shouldn't be marketing only towards the small subsect that played your game. You should try be trying to introduce them to like, hey, like if Zodiac Task Force was based off of a game, and it was based off of, let's say we made a Zodiac Task Force game 10 years back, and we're trying to get new people to come and play the game, I'm not just going to make a story based off of like what happened in the game and make it boring and just feel like the beats are coming. If I'm doing that, I'm making it a lot better and i'm getting a star-studded cast to do it kind of like they did in ace attorney but if i'm trying to do it where i want to bring new people into this universe i'm not just going to go beat for beat i'm going to try to try to do some stuff i'm going to try to make it good i'm going to put a whole bunch of effort into it to make it so that new people see this and they want to go back and play the game or something but it's just sad that god eater is just so boring I, I think the argument from somebody at the studio was probably, well, we don't want to make it the same as the game because the people who play the game are going to watch this and they want to see something new. It's like, but do they? I mean, you look at the people who play the game, they know what it should be regardless. Yeah. So whether you make it exactly, if you make it not like the game, there's a chance you tick off the fans. If you make it like the game, they might argue that it's the same, but then again, they already know the story anyway. Yeah, the perfect example is what currently the MCU does, where 
you look at some of the best movies that they've made and they're based directly off of really popular comics that yeah they don't change I, too much they change it a little bit but they don't change it too much i but knew then, what was going to happen at the end of civil war yeah but then you look at stuff that they're making nowadays where they're just straight up doing their own thing they don't care about the comics anymore and they're just going we're gonna do what we want and we're gonna make this universe and you're just kind of like wow well, I'm going to stop watching that. <laughs> yeah, you better look at hope Eternals likes it. Yeah, look at Eternals. Yeah, oh yeah, Eternals. That's, but uh, even 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 uh, if you look at Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson wasn't like, let's give them something completely new and different. Yeah. Oh, you're going to attract the people to love Lord of the Rings, and people that don't really know it are going to be intrigued. I remember when I saw Fellowship back in the day, and when Gandalf dropped. After the Balrog pulled him down, my friend leaned over and said, he's not dead, right? I mean, <laughs> hooked. I knew the answer. But my friend who had never read the books and didn't have a wherewithal, he was hooked. Yeah. So why can't you do that? And so the conventional wisdom of make it different because the fans will complain. It's like, well, probably not. You're rolling the dice. You should really, if this is what is dragging people into the game, Make it and hope that your Scots are going to come watch it. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just, you're making something boring. And there should be some, the, the, the differences should not be the tropes. The differences should be the twists and turns. Exactly. And this, this doesn't have any of that. This just has the same old beats and looks like it was, uh, we were told to make the anime, so we did. Here you go. Yeah, it just feels like it was spoon-fed, you know? So, I guess at this point, there's not a ton more to say. We're not going to rate Zodiac Task Force. 10 out of 10. Um, no. Oh, sorry, I mean 0 out of 10. I thought we were rating <laughs> God Eater for a second there. I don't want to rate Zodiac. Okay, Ruckhand, but I'm not. That seems too hedonistic for my taste, but... Uh, I, I can give Zodiac Task Force a very honest rating. I, I, I will be very genuine with it. Um... It hurts me to say this, but I would probably give Zodiac Task Force a solid seven and a half out of ten. I um, say that it's it's a very safe answer. Uh, it hurts that it, there's no visuals. Obviously, um, it hurts us as creators that there are no visuals uh, to like watch the show. Um, the schedule is very inconsistent. The sound effects can kind of sometimes be a little bit wonky. Um, the characters are very endearing. The uh, music is freaking fantastic, and oh how yeah. Uh, the uh, universe is very cohesive and feels like you're placed into the universe from the very second you're in the show. That is my honest rating for Zodiac Task Force. All right. So, uh, but as for, and that's a sharp contrast I feel with God Eater, which, <clears throat> as I said, the biggest problem is that it's boring. It's just, if I were to rate how many God arcs we give it, I'm going to give it like two, one, because it's just boring. Um, yeah. It, to be honest, I couldn't even get through the whole first season without just tapping out because I didn't care after a while. After a while, it was just, you know, the trope counting thing got, bo the only fun at first was the trope counter. And then once that wore out, it's like, these are boring characters, sterile, lifeless characters, fighting monsters, and 
a story that sounds like it would probably be pretty cool, but nah, I mean, it's, it's like if you made a bad anime adaptation of Resident Evil, you took a good story and made yeah. it. Uh, so that's my right. Yeah, you're just hitting all the ruck buttons right now, huh? <laughs> Mentioned in Resident Evil. Uh, you um, can anime out of Resident Evil, but if you're taking the back, I know. But if you're just taking the background and then making all the characters, oh no, what are we going to do? Umbrella made the T virus. I am going to take the special gun and shoot the zombies. Wow, that's well. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, gosh, if I, if I were to rate this, if I were to rate God Eater, I'd probably go for a a two and that would be, I'm, I'm rating it based on this. I am giving it a two because I think that's how many episodes I would get through if I was watching on my own and not having to watch through this for malady. I would get through two. I would stop watching and I would never watch it again. (laughs) I get that. I do. I really do. And that animation style, man, I'm going to say it one more time for all of the uh, all of the producers, all of the artists who are currently listening. uh, Stop it. Don't do 3D animated uh, characters on top of a 2D cell. It's not it doesn't look good. It will never look good. So stop doing it. Okay, so basically sickies. Unless you're really into the God Eater video game, our solid recommendation is don't even bother. And even if you're into the video game, give it a look-see. Maybe it lights your fire because you really love the game and you don't care. But for our money, there's a lot better anime you could be watching. A lot better anime you should be watching. And Ruck, how can they find out about such anime that they should be watching? Uh, you should totally check out my show, Why You Should. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, anywhere uh, where you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can also check it out on our... Sorry, my dog is just throwing a hissy fit right now. He's been doing it the entire pod. Um, you can also find it on uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like Spotify. Yeah, like Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, and a whole bunch of other places. It's Google on Pod- Stitcher, too. Stitcher? I think it is on Stitcher. It is uh, on Stitcher. Yeah, you should also go check out the Discord, too. Definitely should check out the Discord. But before you do that, while you're checking out why you should, in case you're on the fence like, why should I listen to why should I, or why you should, <laughs> that's correct, why you yeah. should. What kind of anime are you recommending? Because there is no why you shouldn't. It's why you should. There's going to be a why you shouldn't coming up soon. <laughs> this Which is actually on it, but God Eater. Yeah. But what should you listen, be watching? If you're getting into anime or you've been gone for a while and you want to see what's up, what's new. Oh, goodness. The anime I always recommend, and we, we reviewed this last year. The anime I always recommend for people who have not watched anime and want to kind of see what it's all about. Go watch Erased. 100% go watch Erased. Oh, Erased. What a great... That's a great one. Yeah. And if you're also just getting into it and you kind of want to see something a little bit more heroic, go watch uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, You could definitely... If you're into a bit more weird stuff, um, 
go watch Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho is great. We just recently reviewed that. Uh, a couple others that I highly recommend. Also, just going to list off a couple real quick. Um, go watch Demon Slayer, Black Clover. Go watch Haikyuu, uh, Kuroko's Basketball, um, and go watch Naruto because Naruto is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and if you ever are listening to Zodiac Task Force and get a Naruto vibe, you know where it came from. You know who wrote the episode. <laughs> Actually, you what's funny is... Who wrote that episode? Yeah, you will definitely 100% know who wrote that episode. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, and, and I will give you one warning before we move on, close this out. If you watch Start With Erased, uh... And I recommend that. I do. Just know that not all anime is that good. 100%. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're, don't, don't think, if this is every anime, I'm going to love this. I got Scott to give it a good rating. You're starting off at one of the top tier anime, so... Yeah. Scout around, okay? Scout around. There's a lot of great anime of equal quality, but you're going to have to look. Yeah, there are a whole bunch of good ones. So, which is why you should tune into why you should. Exactly, because I also, tell you all the good ones. <laughs> yeah, you could also go back and listen to previous episodes of this month and last year's Anime April on Sci-Fi Melody, of course. If you're wondering what's this whole Zodiac Task Force thing they've been comparing to this whole time, you can go back and listen to that. We've got, in fact, just today, a new episode of Lost Transmissions, which are kind of like um, extra info episodes about zodiac task force they're not necessary to understand the main storyline but they're nice morsels that give you a little bit of a boost and satisfy any ztf cravings you have until the main story episodes coming out which a next one should be coming next month mm -hmm. uh so tune into that zodiac task force you can also if you like uh crime shows we've got old episodes of cold case chase you could listen to and also we've got speaking of crime or chillers you might say we've got a new show coming out soon uh the janitor be looking out for that as i've said that's kind of like a modern day take on the vault of horror tales from the crypt that kind of thing uh but without the cheesiness without the cheese factor trust me it's good okay i've read the script it's good <laughs> it's very good i i got to listen into the cast read and it, and all those actors are absolutely fantastic yeah i'm always overwhelmed by the voice talent we get so you can check out all these on spotify you can send some comments at discord you could also send a comment to uh, about this channel this show or any others at www. Holy cow, those are big fat gazongers on that anime list. No! RavingLunaticMedia.com. 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 Rage Master. What the heck is for them left to do? Stay sick, sickies. And watch out for those big fat anime boobs.